Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello, good people out there in uh, podcast world, cyber world. We got a wonderful show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, how one individual, Mike Parker, is just uh, transforming the way we think about uh, wrestling and archiving it. Uh, he has started a virtual wrestling museum a couple of years back. It's called the Pro Wrestling Mini Museum. Uh, he created the site so he can share his collection of memorabilia. Uh, with other fans throughout the world 24-7. You don't have to worry about doors closing here at all. Uh, he's been featured on NBC uh, affiliates um, down in Tampa. We're going to be talking about that and much, much more. Do not go anywhere. Hey, let's take a short break real quickly because I want to tell you about crypto unplug i was just ecstatic when this landed in my lap because crypto unplug is simply about a journey of three individuals that is entering into the crypto space now we all know that crypto is becoming quite popular right about now and yes we need to transform our wallets <laughs> literally transform our waters so they talk about overcoming their obstacles and defining the popular opinion to finally be in a place where goals can be realized and they want to get you there too yes why would i be selfish with all the wisdom that i've been binging lately just listening to all of their different past episodes and their most recent episodes <laughs> crypto unplug has special episodes that's tailored for the novice those who are in between and those who are even advanced you can hear some of the stories and resonate with this whole crypto amazing puzzle join them on the journey don't go nowhere simply go over to spotify wherever you listen to any podcast tell them that marcus are sent you with a review of course leave them a review and tell them that i sent you marcus art from transforming media network from all your special and favorite shows that you binge over here add them to your favorites list add them to your subscription list however you gotta do it but listen to them right right now because this crypto thing is blowing out of the water and you're gonna get lost so until next time many blessings peace and lots of love Welcome back from those uh, messages from our sponsors and, uh, and that wonderful introduction. I'm here with Mike. It's good to see you, Mike. How's it going? Good. Glad to be here. Yeah, we was talking on the other side. We talked uh, briefly about just the importance of you preserving uh, your original idea of keeping this thing virtual. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later. But maybe just talk about what inspired you into doing what you're doing now. Well, it's a combination of things. I've been a wrestling fan since 1985. So that's always been there. Say a few years after that, I got my first couple of autographs. But I've also always been a collector. 
So as I got older, I got into it more. I would buy more autographs, things like that, meet and greets. And then I'm going to fast forward a little more. I'm going to say around 2013, I found out there was like a guy had his collection in an antique mall and he had his own museum. And me being a wrestling fan, I just thought that was so cool. I was about two hours from where I am and I would travel there. And got me to thinking, oh, this idea, we do a little bit at home. And I just made a wrestling wall. So it was just one wall at that time. And what happened is over the the course, um, say in 2018, unfortunately, the gentleman closed down, Mm -hmm. which I was sad about. You hate when something you like goes away like that. But it was also an opportunity. He was selling a lot of his things. So I picked up a few of those things that I had been admiring for years. And of course, now I only had this one wall. I was like, oh, maybe I need another wall. <laughs> and I, it, so to put these new things up now, and I just kind of kept going. And I'm like, wow, now I have this for myself. So I don't really, quote unquote, lose it. I have this going for myself, this museum in my home. And I would then be on Facebook and people would be sharing their collections. But at the yeah. same time, people who would have really cool stuff, you'd only hear about it in whispers. And they weren't sharing it. And I, I didn't think that's no fun. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> so yeah. I eventually said, I'm going to share this with people online. And that's where I set up the website and the social media. I'll admit the website's complete, but as far as adding new stuff, uh, I usually do the social media first. I'm not the best with adding it to the website just because I know people are all about the social media these days. And there's so much to look at on that website anyways. Yeah, that's where I got, it's my passion for collecting, my passion for wrestling and actually seeing someone do it. And then saying, I can share this. And then to even expand on that, these places where you can see these kind of things are very limited. Unless there's a WrestleMania access or something like that, or you actually live in a state where they have a museum, you're not going to be able to see this kind of thing. So by me having this, it's there all the time. Anytime somebody wants to see it, doesn't matter where you are, what time it is. And go in, get lost in there. Yeah, and, and it will definitely take you through time. And right away, what jumped out in me was the ECW gear. You're like, man, just it, just remembering watching ECW, and then I was real sad when it went away. And so, and I never had anything because it gave me the reminder and it put me down memory lane about ECW and, and during those times when it, when wrestling was just like at its height with ECW clash and WCW, WWF at the time that turned. So yeah, it is incredible, man, what you're doing. The mere fact that social media also gives an extension, uh, an, an extended leg to, to the actual website. Have you started seeing any comments on being left or have you gotten any feedback so far? Yeah, I would say my... I guess it's different for everyone, mm-hmm. but I get the most feedback on Facebook okay. and people just share their memories or maybe say I had that or wow, this is 
cool or put something up that people haven't seen. I have stuff that I haven't put up yet that's one of a kind, we'll say. The stuff that's real. When you're talking about museum quality stuff, like I have a, and again, I, I might have, I think I only put this up on Twitter, but it's actually a book, somebody's booking sheet, and it has from Texas with the names of all the buildings and the phone numbers wow. and what they're supposed to be there. And well, well, that's, that's truly amazing, truly remarkable. Now, now, something you alluded to a little bit earlier, I, I, I really heard it. The fact that like you do, you develop a love for uh, the sport around 85 and, and when the, the first physical shop, the antique shop closed up, um, you had a wonder how you was going to keep going. And so some people have a difficult time just trying to keep up with, with, with some of the, their own personal items. How do, what's the secret behind like maintaining everything and in and, and such a remarkable display for, for people to be able to view it? Just I would say just because when I was setting it up and this is before it was online, it, it's like I had seen the this guy's displays and I saw what he did and it's not, I didn't exactly copy it, but I got the general idea from that. Like basically I have not all my, some of my magazines are part of other displays, but I've got a wall that's basically just magazines. It's like sign magazines. So they look cool together. I, I think my main thing was I I like to group things together. Like you were talking about ECW. So I like to have my ECW stuff together for people yeah. who maybe grew up with that classic WWF. I like to have that stuff together to a lesser extent. Women's wrestling has been huge. So I have all the women together. It's almost their own wing that I have for that. Oh yeah. And that's growing immensely nowadays and grabbing a lot of popularity to the point where ESPN has invited quite a bit of women professional wrestlers uh, to, to commentate on stuff. So hearing, just hearing that alone, that really gives a lot of inspiration to, and a lot of hope to people who, you know, hope to see some of the things, some of the things that they may not be able to see elsewhere. Now, are you considering, or have you started like adding any of the newer generation stuff? Oh yeah, because I have, Again, I'll go back to it. That's more with the women. Mm -hmm. Just they're more popular. It's something that I lean towards myself now. So yeah, a lot of your current women I have there. I do have some uh, more modern stars. but And you also have to keep in mind the people who are out there now are a lot more difficult to get. They're not doing as many signings and things like that. And if they do them, and I've been to some, the lines are a mile long. Yeah. Yeah, with the spread of social media now, it's everyone's uh, a little bit more bigger as a, of a star than back in the days. You only had a couple of big names and everyone else was pretty accessible. You, you'll see them in the grocery store somewhere and you're wondering. <laughs> and then the next day you see them on, on TV. So things have definitely changed. So do you have a, a, a favorite lineup of a collection that, that you really... You go back and you revisit a lot more. What about collections? As far as like what I like to rewatch, it's a lot of, I do ECW from time to time, but I did actually get to live a lot of that. I went to a lot of those shows, but I, I do really like rewatching the 80s, 
that's where I started watching it. And now with the WWE Network or it's on Peacock now, what I really like seeing is things I haven't seen before. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because they have all this stuff that maybe was only available in a certain area of the country or you could only read about in magazines. And now I'm getting to see these shows firsthand for the first time. And to me, that's really cool. Yeah, that's, that's it's truly brilliant. What, what they had did, what they had done to come together to provide that, that, that type of recognition of uh, entertainment. Now, in, in terms of maybe even, you know, those who might view uh, some of the things, have anyone ever offered, hey, I really want that, for example, that, there's a WrestleMania, a t-shirt that's really hard to come by that I saw. Not saying that I'm trying to purchase it. For yeah. But have you ever got people that come, you know, come, come across and say, hey, I really like to buy that from you. And what do you do with those type of situations? Yeah, it, it happens. And I think that's why what I was talking about before we have people and they don't want to show their stuff maybe for that reason. Mm -hmm. To me, it's not really a big deal. I just tell the people, listen, it's just here to share. It's, I'm just showing it off. And then it's not for sale. Then you know, there's certain things. Hey, listen, for the right price, sure, I'll consider it. <laughs> but so far, no one has offered me that kind of price for anything. So right now, it's all staying with me. Yeah, rightfully. I, I, just looking at the wall behind you now, uh, you, you have given everything a, a, a real good home and given it a real good presentation. Now, there, there was something that um, really jumped out on me, and that is that of the dedicated displays. Maybe, maybe tell us a little bit about these de dedicated displays and what those are all about. Uh, that goes back to what I was talking about, grouping things. Okay. So you've got, uh, I'll see if I can even remember all of these. But you've got your classic WWF for your 80s stuff, your ECW area. And I have in those dedicated displays, I've done a little write-up for people who maybe don't remember it. Maybe they're seeing it for the first time. A little history lesson. I've got a display for something called World Class Championship Wrestling. They were really hot in the 80s for a while in uh, Texas. Those are the ones that are off the top of my head. But, it, oh, uh, Ric Flair, Randy Savage. Yeah, Ric Flair, these, you know, these are wow. basically things that I think are special. And they deserve their own spot rather than just being mixed in with other things. And that's where the idea of having a dedicated display came up. Now, we, we also see that you add updates. You know, how often do you update the site when you uh, get something new? I try to spread the things out. I don't want to just get five things and stick them all up on the website at one time. I try to do it once a week, but I'll say average, I update it about three times a month. Things come up. Sometimes I'm not home on the weekend. But yeah, I, I try to add something every week, basically. But again, I'm trying to spread it out because otherwise I'll run out of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we were talking about this earlier as well. This was actually at the very beginning of the show in, but outside of just those who, you know, ask you if anything is uh, for sale, you get those people who ask you, oh, will it ever be a physical uh, museum? And when I looked at it right away, you know, like I told you, I don't see why you would want to turn it into a physical museum when, when we know the, the climate of the pandemic right now and has taken away a lot of brick and mortars. And that's just not the way uh, society is going anymore. What what, you, what is your personal explanation about that or, or just from your own words? Listen, I understand, like I said, having gone to one, how cool it is. But at the same time, it's number one, it's limiting. You're, you put, excuse me, you have one building, it's in one spot, and that's where people have to go. You can't see it unless you're going to make a special trip or something. I know there's one in Texas. I've never been there. This way, people can see it, and it's free. You also have to, if you're opening a building, you've got to charge admission and there's these financials of that. It's like, how much can you charge and how much is that ranking? To me, this is a win-win. Everybody gets to see it. It's, I'd say, as expansive as an actual museum with all those sections. And as a sidebar for me, it's my happy place at home. If I had it somewhere else, I would not have this stuff all around me. It would just be another room, basically. So... Yeah, to me, it's a win-win for everybody. The physical museum is just limiting, and I think there's just there's too much to lose there. Yeah, you're right. Uh, because we know that uh, this sport has is spread wider than just here in the U.S. It's watched all over. When you think of the classic masters that's you know, that has happened outside of the U.S., so why would you want to just limit those? And, and not make it available to those who has an interest to dive deeper into the hu uh, history and want to see some of these physical memorabilia that they couldn't get their hands on when they went alive or maybe they were alive and they had it once upon a time. That's wonderful, man. Do you have a bigger vision for maybe for what you want to do? I, I know we kind of express maybe the social media, maybe blowing that, a little, blowing that up a little bit more. Would that probably be like the first step, place to start? Yeah, to me, it's still, even though I'm actually going on two years now being online and I have grown, but to me, it's the challenge has always been getting the eyeballs on it. Once people see it, they absolutely love it. So it's always about getting more eyeballs and growing that social media. And I just, I want to see how far can I take this? Can I maybe, I'm not. And by no means am I saying, is this going to happen? But can I maybe get this thing verified on like a Twitter or something like oh, yeah. that? Because I know there are physical museums that are verified and they don't even have the following that I do, at least online. Okay. So that's the kind of thing. Can I make this thing into a brand and maybe take it from there? I've been also asked in the past, oh, you're going to have t-shirts or things like that. And, and my answer is it if there's a call for it. And right. I feel like you have to build a brand to a certain level for there to be a call for it. Otherwise, I'd love to do it as much as anyone. I have a lot of pride in it, but you gotta be careful. Otherwise you just look silly. I like the style. Um, you, you really speaking to the importance of you know, growing it as a brand, keeping it low maidens and, and allowing, allowing 
the social proof to validate, you know, the work before you go too far ahead of where it's, where it can organically happen for you. What can we do for those who's listening and those who is going to come across this recording? What can we do to support you and just keeping this thing going for many years to come? The easiest thing to do is whatever your preferred method might be is share it. If you like the website and maybe someone that likes wrestling or even used to like wrestling because there's certainly enough older stuff on there, show it to them. If you're someone that uses Twitter and are into that, share the page. Sharing is the big thing because like I said, it's all about, from what I've seen, getting the, the eyeballs on it. There's only so much I can do. I'm not hiding anything here. This is just me. This is a one-person operation. I do have a regular job. And of course, I, I like to relax like everyone does. So there's only so much I can do on my own. So that's the biggest thing people can do is if you like it, tell someone else who you may think will also like it. And in turn, they may tell someone else. It's an old school thing that ties into a new school thing, word of mouth, but then it goes back to the online stuff. Right. Yeah, I, I like that. That's real good philosophy. That's real good, good way to you know, put the word out there and put, uh, put some call to action to those who, you know, is listening, who's definitely intrigued about supporting. Who knows if someone may contact you and say, Hey, maybe we just want to help you with the first, with, with another month of website hosting or something. <laughs> so like another year, a couple of years, we definitely like to continue to support you in, in, in this and hope to talk with you again. Now tell us where we can find the, the website. And, 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 and how do you appear on, on across the social media as well? Okay, the website is pwmuseum.net. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at pwmuseum and Twitter at pwmuseum1. Outstanding. Thank you so much again for joining, joining with us and talking with us here on the, the Transfer Live show. Now, is there any other parting words that you might want to, to leave with the audience? Yeah, I would just say if you like wrestling at all, you're going to enjoy this. And as far as anybody thinking, oh, it's an online thing or why a fly-by-night thing, why should I support this? I know I'm heavily invested into this. I'll say one more thing about the Twitter is I've reached out to a lot of wrestlers, a lot of verified, and I have a lot of big name wrestlers following me. I'll just name a couple like Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett. I've got some people who are in WWE. I probably shouldn't say who they are, <laughs> but so I, I do put a lot of work into this and I do take it very seriously. I love that. Yeah. And that's very important to know. And that, that, you know, I missed the question. <laughs> so that, that would have been probably a, a real good question to ask you about. Have you gotten any endorsement or, or reached out to any, any wrestlers? Thank you for yeah, you helping me. <laughs> we got a good co-host here as well. So thanks, Mike. And we, we'll be sure to definitely keep continue to get the word out to, to many. It's going to definitely be one of my favorite things to come and across through and look at and uh, just take myself through memory lane. 
and 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 all the times that I used to uh, enjoy the sport. Chime in every now and then, but not as much as I used to. But to those who are out there watching, uh, make sure you uh, do take uh, take advantage of the plugs you heard with the social media. Follow that and 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 do check out the website. Very cool stuff out there. And you want to share, as uh, Mike has already emphasized, and I'm emphasizing to you as well as your host to take the time out to share with someone, someone you don't know, place it all over your timeline, put it in your story, however you got to do it, just continue to do it and take the time out to review the recording. If this is your first time and listen it through, this is back through a second time. Maybe you missed something. I'm Marcus Hart. I'm your host uh, here at the Transform You Live show. Until next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.